Welcome to the Notice Qualification Podcast. I am Adrian. I'm Darren. I'm Laszlo. <laughs> and today we will be talking about WrestleMania 18. 18. It's Icon it's, versus it's legal Icon. Now. It's legal now. Woo. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, you can't get it drunk yet. No, I ain't allowed to buy alcohol just yet. Or cigarettes at this point. No, but this show appeared as if it was drunk. Yes. Maybe had a slight nicotine addiction. I remember liking this uh, this a lot more than I did. Well, let's get well, into it. I guarantee you, this is what's going to happen. When we first got here, I was like, are we having to watch WrestleMania 16 or WrestleMania 2000, as it's known? It, are we going to have to watch that? And you're like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, oh, man, come on. Now, watch. This is going to happen. I'm, I hated this, and I remember liking it. We're going to watch 2000. I'm like, dude, that was dope. I feel like it is. <laughs> it's going to be awful. Well, let's get into it. So we start off with Rob Van Dam versus William Regal for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Rob Van Dam is doing... Uh, opening up with his strong kick resume, kick, 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 kick. Educated feet. Uh, as yes, as Jr. would say, his educated feet. Left are, was Harvard, right was Yale. And he is going to work. Um, no Stanford though. No Stanford. Only Harvard and Yale. No Clemson or Alabama either. You know Yale has been around for a long time. Yes. Harvard's been around for a long time. Yale used to be a Christian college, you know? Yes, I did know that, actually. Actually, all of the colleges used to be Christian colleges. I what? didn't know that. Was, was Cornell there? Cornell? Uh, Cornell came after, I think. Okay. I know one that wasn't a Christian college. Trump College. Was that a college? Yeah, there was a, there was a Trump College. It went out of business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no surprise there. bankrupt. No surprise there. Yeah. This show could have been bankrupt. This it definitely could. Um, there's a missed five-star frog splash. As you all pointed out, Regal... Yeah. Begins stiffing yes. Van Dam after Van Dam, with his educated feet, kicked him in the mouth. Yeah, he was bleeding pretty hard. Um, there's a missed five star frog splash, but um, after a little bit more back and forth, Rob Van Dam does get the five star frog splash for the win. I give it three bells. Three. I I, I give it four point nine. Nice. I like that. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's my boy. What, what kept it from being a? There was um, a part where uh, Wade Regal was going into his pants. Looking for something. Looking for his brass knicks. He pulled out his brass knuckles, and it was the lamest, fakest little... Um, I forget what you can call that kick, but, he, but Rob Van Dam, whoa, kicked the, the brass knuckles out of his hand. Like, You're going to hit me with those! And it looked so awful, but if it weren't for that one kick... I, I think that he lost, and this sounds... I'm not trying to brag on Regal... But I think he lost the knuckles in his trunks yeah. because he was reaching in there they were in the for probably a minute, and he was like, "Okay." You think he could have just like slipped his thing through one of the knuckle holes and stuck. just let it let it hang there? I think like like a C ring, yeah. Type of. I think maybe what may have happened, and this is NSFW, but I think maybe he uh, something got in one of the rings, yeah. And then when he got in the match. Maybe um, he woke up a little bit and he was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is awkward. And he couldn't get it off. He was like, oh, man. Kind of dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies. And they got the ring. You know, got he the kind of, off. Oh, got it. Oh, ooh. Um, Release. If I gave it three, you give it 4.9. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. I would have given it a five if they both gave it three. I would have given it a five if it weren't for that horrible kick that RVD yeah. threw. Fair enough. It was, a, it was kind of a Jean-Claude Van Damme-esque thing, except he didn't pull it off. And, and his leg wasn't straight. Uh, it was, oh, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. Um... But, uh, I mean, other than this, a heck of a curtain jerker. Yeah. And a uh, heck of a brass knuckle jerker at the beginning, man. <laughs> yeah, something was jerking. Yeah. Uh, next match, though, we have Diamond Dallas Page. It's me. It's me. It's DDP. Bang! Um, versus Christian. 
you know, DDP didn't start wrestling until he was 35 years of age. Yeah, it was, so it was it was around there. It was like he was he was in his thirties when he when he had his first match in like late eighties, early nineties. And yet he's still in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, pretty dope. Maybe it's a, there's a personality thing or something. Yeah, like, he you know. he had the charisma for sure. He was he was very well liked. So, okay, I mean yeah. backstage and by the crowd, he was he's a good individual, and he created DDP Yoga, which got. Uh, Scott Hall off drugs, got uh, Jake the Snake Roberts off drugs. Um, got him in better shape. Takers him. reaching out to him yeah. to get back into shape. It was for um, hopefully more retirement. I don't remember if it was Jake. It was Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts actually lived in DDP's home because Jake was so bad on drugs that DDP was like, "No, you're gonna come live." He at still my house. lives. With he still him. lives with yeah. him. Holy crap! They wow. have they have a guest house yeah. for him. Yeah, he was like, you're going to come live with me, and I'm going to monitor you. And he did, and Jake has, has been sober for years. He's in really bad health, though. He's uh, really bad right now. His lungs are, yeah. like, shutting down. So Jake has, Snake Roberts. Yeah, so there's, he has to carry on the, uh, uh, his oxygen constantly. Yeah, there's lots of stories about um, Damien, or it's Damien 2 now, Damien getting loose in the house and stuff. Yeah. They, if you go to YouTube, you can hear uh, DDP tell stories about Damien getting loose in the house and stuff. His his snake. Snake. His snake. Yeah, his original snake he had um, while he was really bad on drugs. He was like passed out in the house and he left his snake out in the garage for like two weeks and didn't feed him. Left him in the sack oh, for two man. weeks, didn't feed him. And he got charged for animal neglect. Animal neglect, cruelty. Yeah. Good. Which is, I mean, not good. Which is sad from his point of view because he, he loved, loved his snake. He loved Daniel. This is a side story, but I feel like I need to tell it while we're on the topic of animals and wrestling and uh, animals dying. Coco Beware used to come out with his, his, his bird. Parrot. His parrot. Um, while they were gone to church, oh, yeah. his house caught on fire. Oh, no. His parrot was in the cage. Parrot. And when he got home, his neighbors were like, we're so sorry. We tried saving your children, but the children was, your kid was still inside. He was like, my kid? What do you mean? And he goes, we heard... Someone screaming, help me, help me. Oh, my God. And come to find out, it was his parrot. Uh, he had had that parrot the entire time he was wrestling. Yeah. That sucks. But uh, pick me up. This match right here. Um, big snake eyes to DDP. DDP uh, powerbombs Christian. With he, like, he has a powerbomb. And he does like a, I want to say spin out powerbomb. But he spins when he does the powerbomb, which is kind of cool. Um, but... DDP secures it with the diamond cutter, and then Christian throws a fit afterwards after DDP gives him a bit of motivation. I'm so proud of you for not losing your temper. Look, it's not bad things. It's good things. Is that what he says? Yeah, uh, it's good things. That was his catchphrase for a while. This, it does, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's a good thing. Um, I give it two and a half bells. It kind of, kind of dragged a little bit for me. Two and a half. Yeah. Uh, we're on a roll. I give it three. Um, yeah. I, I gotta look, it's, I, it's not, it wasn't basic wrestling, but there wasn't a bunch of flippy stuff, um, and, but it was, it was hip tosses and, and, uh, just basic wrestling, and I gotta give the guy Christian a straight fashion this, with the long of the mesh, sleeveless t-shirt, yeah. just lose the shirt, bro, there was a guy who lived down my street, he was stuck in his era, who would watch his Camaro wearing the same outfit, had a long ponytail and he started going bald, which is when I started my my hatred for bald men with ponytails. Um, I'm looking at you, Paul Heyman. Okay, oh. it's, it's like he shaved the pony, he cut off the ponytail, but like 
Just lose the shirt. We, yeah. we can see through it. We can see your nipples. We can see all the little hairs. Just take the shirt off with the meshy nonsense. I mean, maybe it was his look or some. It was probably a girlfriend that just told him he looked good. That's why like, yeah. guys 99% of the time end up wearing what they wear because the girlfriend thought that was cute. So. Yeah. And this was the segment, Laszlo's Fashion Diss. I like it. It's, it's, he's the fashion boss. Sure. The last years? Last Dan- Danish? Danish. Yeah. This segment was Danish's diss. This is Fashion Files. But you know what I'm finding really interesting about this? Is we are watching the de-evolution of wrestling. I, yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> You're I'm, watching, I'm watching The Undertaker get better. I'm yeah. watching The Rock get better. Because I, with, with youth. So, like, in a way, while, while uh, wrestling was evolving... Undertaker was de-evolving. Yeah, it's it's weird. Evolving as we watch all the as we watch all the greats get younger, the wrestling somehow gets worse. Yeah, not with the Undertaker, not with the Undertaker, but generally like less athletic. I never saw. We're getting there, dude. We're getting there. Next match we have Goldust versus Maven for the Hardcore Championship. Goldust um, comes out and he starts beating Maven with a cookie sheet. Um, and then he brings up the golden shovel yeah. and steps on one end and hits Maven with the the handle. Yeah, I saw um, that. I saw that. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he, throws, uh, he throws Maven into the golden trash can in the corner. And it's a solid competition. And then Spike Dudley comes out of nowhere yeah. and pins Maven. Maven could have been something special. And later on, there's the... The hardcore title going back and forth throughout the night. Maven ends up leaving the night with the hardcore title. Um, I give it three bells. Cool three. Bells. I give it three. It's going to be one of those pay-per-views where we agree on everything. It just, it was... Well, except for the first one because Rob Van Dam is the man. No, I'm going to go like me and Adrian. This, was... is why, this is why we need you because our first, like, two podcasts was just me and him. And Agreed. it was just, we we gave the same rating on everything. We like, we need a third person. This, like, this, honestly, yeah. it was a good wake it up was. from the previous match because the ma- other match was kind of slow. Um, but there wasn't a whole lot of substance. But these are matches that I don't remember ever happening. So I'm I glad. don't remember Spike winning this. I, I really don't, don't remember this. Oh, first matches ever happening. But it, I didn't. It wasn't live. So where, where um, a Spike Dudley like runs into the ring and gets the pin and the title, which I mean, you don't know the rule. The uh, the hardcore title could be defended at any time, anywhere. So anyone could. I figure they they have little vignettes yeah. backstage yeah. that that. My guy Adrian, to save time, will often skip. He he ran to Weigel's, which if you're in Eastern Tennessee, that's like a, a 7-Eleven type store. Yeah, it's way better than 7-Eleven. Go ahead. It's, it's it's not Slurpees. Yeah. Or Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Walgreens has Dunkaroos. They do now. And, and they have they have Sharkies at Weigel's. They do not. Have, they also have Ices too. Sharkies are crazy. Now. They are, they have pretty fire. They, they, they change the flavors up so often. They're dope. Um, but anyway, <laughs> at the at the Weigel's. Which I work for at 18 months. Shout out to store number 10. What? Uh, so <laughs> store number 10 is like, last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Like 10 seconds listening to my voice, you know who I am, if you've ever met me. But um, there was a vignette afterwards where for the hardcore title, where Christian decides to, to like slam the top of a door. They had a French door, which if you don't know what that is, it's a half door. It's like you can open the top or the bottom. And he's, Which opening, it's just such a weird... 
thing to want to. I'm gonna open the bottle. I'm gonna keep the top open. Whoever, we would we do that for my dogs. We'd look outside and we'd open the top, and my cats would sit on the door and look outside. You so terrified? Thank you. But that's I don't know. Other than that, it's just to stand there. And uh, Christian went and slammed the door in a, a young lady's face. Molly Holly. Molly Holly and pinned her and got the belt. <laughs> it was it was great comedy was, throughout the night. It was really weird. Something. It was strange. But anyway. Um, yeah. So so yeah, uh, Goldust vs. Maven. Spike Dudley just ran in and stole the title, which I'd never seen happen before. But I'm like, who, who's this wacky looking fella? He looks funny. He's one of the duds. One one of the, he's the he's the run uh, run of the litter of the Dudleys. <laughs> and that, and he he won the title. He won the hardcore title. It was weird. <laughs> so we'll slide to the next. It's Kurt Angle versus um, Kane, and I had the Kane DVD, the Twist and Disturb Life of Kane. And they always said that this match was, Kim always say, this was the match where the Olympic fire got put out. But, I mean, Krangle wins, so I don't that. Kane uh, is hit with the, time, with the bell at the beginning of the match, and then Angle goes to work with three German suplexes. Uh, Chokes slam onto Kurt Angle, but Kurt Angle gets the ropes with just, just a stretch of his hands. Um, an angle slam for two, followed by the ankle lock, and then Kringle gets a roll up with uh, assist of the ropes for the win. I gave this match three bells. Ah, sweet, we didn't agree. Three and a half. I actually really enjoyed this quite a bit. I gave it three. Three. Yeah. It was right of the mill for me, um, but exciting nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, th- I mean, three and a half. It was for me getting to see. Uh, Young Angle out there doing his thing. I liked it. I like Young Angle. And uh, against Kane, he looks like a freaking powerhouse. And I love it. And I Kane's it. a big fella. He is. He's scary. This is Mask Kane. So. There's Mask. I've never seen Kane with mask or hair. Yeah. And that's what was going on here. I think maybe the hair is part of the mask. Yeah, well, he used to be tag team champions with your boy RVD. Yeah. They were Kane and RVD. And it was the first time he was unmasked. Because RVD was the whole time was like... You gotta let your true self out, man. Take the mask off. It'll be okay. And one one pay per view, he's over there and he's and he knocks RVD down. And RVD's staring at him. He takes off the mask and it's like he's painted up to look horrible. He's mm, and and RVD's like, oh, dude, you're ugly, dude. And that's Did that happen in a match? Yeah, it happened at the end of a match at a pay per view. I don't remember which pay per view that was, but he pulls off the mask and his hair comes off with it, and he's bald and he's. No, no, it's like, and it's... He's like, oh, but I was wrong, put the mask back on. Yeah. We leave the interview in. They tried to they tried to fix it up the next night on Raw to where, like, every time you see Kane, they would zoom in real close on his face, and he'd be making a weird face like that, and it's like... And then but, they were like, yeah, like yeah. well, Kane, you said you were scarred, and it's like, emotionally scarred. Yeah. <laughs> well, he also, when he first came out, he couldn't speak, and he had to use one of the tricks. He's like, mm, my name is Kane. Really and then speak? one, no, and then one time he came out, he was talking just fine, and they were like, well, what happened? Uh, surgery? <laughs> yeah, they did the thing where he enjoyed the X, and he was like, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> it was mm, suck it. He's you coming are, for us. <laughs> the Rock was roasting, he was like, you are a Rudy Poo. Candy ad. It was great. It was fantastic. But uh, let's, I digress. Let's go into the next match. Ric Flair versus The Undertaker in a notice qualifications match. Um, big fight on the outside. Ric Flair does his signature flops. Big boo. I'm going to get a lot of hate for what I'm about to say, but I think Ric Flair is overrated. I do. I watched I, his old stuff with Dusty Rhodes. I saw him when he came back. I watched his WCW stuff. I've seen his TNA stuff. 
I don't find the appeal of Ric Flair. I know he was made for a different generation, but I just don't find an appeal for him. Just saying. Um, I don't like him. Both of them have a crimson mask. Ari Anderson interferes. At the end of the day, though, Undertaker seals it with a tombstone pile driver for the win. I gave it three bells. This is where I go crazy. Four. I love this. I gave it three. Uh, uh, Arn Anderson, how, who is this? this, this I have a gripe with Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson Four used Horsemen. to be a part of the Four Horsemen. So Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. I wrote that correctly. Okay. Um, I had a gripe with this match, and it would have gotten four and a half for me if Arn Anderson came in, does a spine buster to uh, Undertaker, does not get hit, nothing happens. He rolls out of the ring, and then the Undertaker gets up to get revenge, and he goes to Arn Anderson, who is on the ground writhing in pain. No one ever hit him. Nothing happened. He was just hurt. Maybe he missed a spot and was like, uh-oh, well, show us one. I don't know what happened, but it, I hated it. I was like, well, that knocked off half a half a yeah, for me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Your thoughts on this match, Laz? Um, well, at one point, there was a, uh, where the Undertaker kicked out and threw Ric Flair off of him and out of the ring. Like, I mean, like, like it, it, he was right near the ropes, so like, he was able to use the ropes to roll out of the ring. Mm-hmm. But like that's the best kick out I've, I I remember ever seen, and it's like it shows the strength. Even if it, like in how wrestlers they're they're assisting each other. Like when when uh, Johnny lifted me up, like my leg straight up in the air because I held. He said when I say on three jump, and so they're helping. But still to, to be able to throw Ric Flair even at like seventy nine or whatever he was here. Yeah, he had to weigh 250, two fifty, two two forty five. Yeah, about two hundred. But it's a big kid. Yeah, big guy. Yeah. Big so and 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 um, the Undertaker, who is a scary son of a gun, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Yeah, keep the little guys. You know. <laughs> um, he's in, he's a big, strong fella, and, yeah. and like when he, he just like that, that a feat of strength like that is something. To mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Um, next match we have Edge versus Booker T. Um, this match was a fight over a shampoo commercial. Yep. Uh, missile drop kick by Booker T. Solid. And then we get the scissor kick by Booker T for two. And we also get a spear for two. Um, but then the execution for the win. Three bells for me. I had three and a half on this. I had three over here. Three and a half on this because uh, I love Edge. I love Edge. And I didn't realize how big he was, man. Yeah. I saw an interview that was only t- uh, done a year or two ago. And he, he was sitting down, so you can't see. But like when he's standing, he's as big, if not bigger, than Booker T. Weird looking guy, too. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was gonna be two and a half, but this is Edge's. Oh, the modern wrangle. Oh, no, no, no. It's never gonna stop. Yeah, never gonna stop. I love that song. So That's Rob, Rob Zombie or yeah, White Zombie. Zombie. It's Rob. It was on uh, the, the one after Hellbilly Deluxe. So that's right. what I got through for me. Yeah, Next like match, we have Scott Hall versus Stone Cold Chico. Steve Austin. Chico. Um, Austin goes to for the attack right away. He stomps the mud hole. Gets a few chops in, does the Luthez press, and then does the classic 10 count in the corner with uh, Scott Hall's head. Uh, he gets That's a right. stunner, but the referee is taken out. Get a little bit of uh, interference from uh, Kevin Nash himself. But then Hall stuns Austin, but then Austin stuns Hall twice. And I gave this four bells. I was extremely entertained, uh, much more than I thought I was... Originally going to be entertaining when I saw this match the first time. I gave it three only because it was a little overbooked with all the Nash stuff. Yeah. Nash, Nash didn't need to be there. Um, yeah. But uh, also, still uh, cool. That's Last Stunner. Dope. And, but, but the thing is that you didn't, 
he didn't have his toothpick the whole match until after when he was doing one of the vignettes backstage where he was better than than, than Stone Cold. Stone Cold got lucky. Yeah. Stone Cold got I say to the back. I don't. I love Razor Ramon, man. I love that yeah, character. It's dope. so. So shockingly racist. Yeah, <laughs> it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't pass today. Like, I'm going to be a Puerto Rican with a big ponytail. I'm going to throw my toothpick at people. That's it. What are you, an idiot? You can't do that. But in the 90s, 90s was wild, man. They were wild. Yeah, man. man. Um, crisscross like was a thing. Crisscross was a thing. Because inside out is when you make it whack. Absolutely. They make you jump, jump. Make you wiggle and shake your rump. Yeah. And Daddy Mac is Mac Daddy. Throw your yeah, hands in the air. Uh, Mac Daddy's dead. I know. I saw footage from the funeral. Uh, Daddy Mac crying. I felt so I really felt bad. That's... Why would you mention that he was dead? I, uh, well, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Chris Cross. Okay. But you made your priest going to live till 90 with a full head of gray <laughs> dreadlocks, probably. Yeah, he's got that crisscross money. The 90s crazy. It a crazy time, man. I gave this a four bells. A four out of five. Yeah. It was um, Scott Hall when they did show a close up on his face. Like uh, this was referred to succinctly as the pill alcohol era of yeah. Scott Hall, not the razor Ramon where he's throwing his two. I love that that stuff. But um, he looked like he looked like heck. He looked yeah. he looked really bad. Yeah. Uh, his physique was good, but like you look at his face, it just bloated, and he looked uh, I, don't, I don't know. He looked like a drowning victim. Yeah, sort of. Man, it was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> oh well. The, the, what's the one where you where you take a crucifix and you throw him? You have a body. Uh, uh, the fall away slam. Yeah, the fall away slam. Yeah. The fall away slam. That's always been his move. That's it. And, and you you can pull that off. Um, against Steve Austin, you know, strong kid, He's a strong guy. Uh, yeah. Hey, Scott Hall killed a guy. You know <laughs> Did you know that? He was a bouncer, and he and the guy went. Yeah, he took the gun and killed the guy. It was he was exonerated, so it's he was a murderer. But he is a murderer. kind of like technically, literally a murderer. He's not like Jimmy Snuka murderer or Chris Benoit murderer. He's a he's a justified murderer. So he's more of a new Jack. Murderer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. uh, man, I can't wait to be done talking about WrestleMania 18. I hate this show so it's much. Sad. Uh, Keep going. Uh, Hardy Boys versus Billy and Chuck versus the Dudley Boys versus APA Acolytes Protection uh, Association. So surprising. Uh, the winner? No, uh, the APA. The got eliminated right away. Right away. Uh, with a 3D, and then we have a beautiful whisper in the wind by Jeff Hardy. Um, if y'all want to fill in, all, the next thing I have in my notes is Billy and Chuck won. Oh, <laughs> no, it was a typical, really, this was not a uh, four-person four match. This was Dudley versus Hardys. This is yeah, what the, this Hardy, the Hardys were the, being the Hardys. This was, yeah. Is this what you call peak? Yeah, Hardys? this is definitely peak Jeff. And uh, I wouldn't say peak Matt, but peak Jeff. And, uh, I mean, this was, this was your typical Hardys and Dudley spot. There was even a table spot when... Uh, Bubba goes through a table when he just gets thrown off the top. I mean, he gets pushed off by Billy or Chuck. Yeah, it was uh, it was Bill, it was a uh, Chuck Chuck Palumbo uh, pushed him, and then Dude, Chuck Palumbo sucks. He really does. so does Billy. Whatever his face yeah. is, but he was much better as Billy Billy Gunn. Yeah, but as Billy and Chuck sucks. But it, it, it I mean basically the whole thing ended with uh, Jeff. Hit, or I mean Matt hitting the uh, twist of fate. Jeff hitting the swanton on uh, on Bubba. 
pin gone. And then Chuck and Billy come in there and kind of steal, steal the match when uh, the ref gets knocked out. Billy walks in there, hits Jeff with the championship belt. One, two, three, game over. I actually I really like this match still. I give it a four as well. I, I, I would have given this a five. Those Hardys are killers, bro. They, they but um, Billy and Chuck did, did jack that yeah. whole match, except winning. And there was also a spot where uh, Stacy Keebler... She yanked her, her shorts up into her, and, and she basically like showed her butt. And Jeff Hardy spanked her real hard and, and kissed, her. kissed her. <laughs> and I was like, that's my guy, man. For you, bro. Shout um, out to Forceful Entry. Yeah. Shout out to the, the rape album, Forceful <laughs> Entry. Ugh, that's and, all I feel dirty now. But um, but like she's a beautiful woman. Good she was rubbing her butt cheek that whole time. He hit her hard. He whacked her right in the butt. <laughs> Stacy um, Keebler, man. So, um, but... Oh, what what a disappointing ending! Yeah, that was the Hardys. That was the, I mean the the Dudleys are good too. Yeah. They're entertaining is is all get out, but the the Hardys were the high fly. They're luchas. Yeah, they're luchadors, bro. Like, I mean, they're, they're high flyers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you gotta think like back in Omega, Matt used to be the risk taker and the high flyer, and Jeff was the technical guy. And then when they got to WWE, they switched it, and Jeff was the high flyer and the risk taker because. Uh, Matt was already having trouble with his spine. So. It's so twisted. And, it is. And damaged. Now. It's because mm-hmm. that freaking leg drop he does. Yeah. Like he lands right on his butt. Yeah. It's messed him up. He can't even do certain things. You're supposed to land on your kidneys, kind of? I don't know what you're. I don't know how you land on that to make yeah. it not work, but not hurt. You gave it a four? I gave it a four, man. I gave, it would have been a five. I gave it a four. I couldn't give it a four as well. Next, we have Rock versus Hogan. Um, Jesus. This match is known for the crowd reaction rather than the in-ring because the in-ring is completely sloppy. Watch this on mute, and you will not like this match. Hogan undersells, Rock oversells. They do the classic double turn, but the Rock wins with the people's elbow. I have nothing more to say about this match besides a one bell for me. One bell. Two. Um, I, what I was watching was two legends. Let's be, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the more I learn about wrestling... My my guy RBD, my guys uh, uh, Rey Mysterio. We have we have anywhere uh, uh, all these guys. Um, yeah, a couple other names, a couple other names. I'm not going to mention now. It's just it go too long in the tooth. Um, when when, you, when I when I watch Hulk, he kind of sucks. Oh yeah, no, he's terrible. He's horrible. In the ring. He, he, he was leathery. He's a leathery banana that's just a disgusting human being. Even in the 80s. He's, he's not even, he's not even, good. Like, if he walked through the door, if it was a knock, 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 and the door opened and it was Hulk, I'd be like, whoa, because of his imposing. Oh, yeah, the aura is important. Yeah, absolutely. But like this match has gone down as like basically a five-star match. Everyone loves this match. Like, no, it's always garbage. Watch it on mute and watch it, and, and watch it without your freaking nostalgia goggles on. And this is a horrific match. Yeah, it's um, so bad. So many botches. You, you can't not look at The Rock. You have yeah. to. You, your eyes are drawn to him. He's yeah. the charisma, the, the 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 skill. The Rock wasn't the problem in this match. No, it was. It was oh, he did, he did what he could do. It's one for me. It's one. Two. Next up, we have Trish, Jazz, and Lita. Um, I like they tried. That. They really tried. I, I gave it a two. Tried to do good I thought it was good. Um, <laughs> I, I would give it a 1.5. Looking at... I thought it was better than the rock. Um, Jazz wins with the top rope. Fisherman suplex, which was which was great. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 1.5. I gave it a two. And I thought this. I thought it was better than the rock and uh, Hogan. I would agree. I would, I would agree. agree with that as well. For sure. 
And then, uh, what did we have? The last one was the beautiful Stephanie McMahon versus uh, Triple H. Oh, sorry, no, it's Jericho versus Triple H. Yeah, but you couldn't tell the way they made it all about her. Yep. I mean, come on, man. This was... I, I'll go ahead and give you my rating just to, just to get that out of the way. I gave it three and a half because of the story, but it lost probably a full bell because of the focus on Stephanie. Like, it was... And Stephanie's wonderful, and you know my love for Stephanie McMahon. Like, everyone knows I love Stephanie McMahon, but... Yeah, I give it, I give it three bells. Yeah. Um, the story is Jericho going for Triple H's leg. Um, but we had like a you know big back body drop. He does a figure four through the ring post, which was which was nice. Um, doesn't make sense because the pressure is alleviated that way. But yeah. uh, and then we get DDT on a steel chair and a pedigree for the win. I give it three bells. Um, I have the same gripe that you do. I I give it a two. Um, maybe and, and like I, I don't know if this happens with me, but I I was ready for this one to be over. Yeah, this this was, this was kind of trash. It's strange, uh, and it's gonna be even stranger at the at the end when we do our little best of. But yeah. it's like this was. I really don't feel this was any really one person's fault. I think that the crowd was dead from the Rock and uh, Hogan oh. match, and. Yeah. There was, and everyone was just, everyone blew their wad, man. It was just like, Stephanie was, she was great. Triple H was great. All of them were great. Stephanie, she's out there looking stunning in that yeah. little blue getup. I Absolutely. loved it. Um, Jericho's great. He's a pro. I, yeah. I love that. I, I, I did see him get a toothpick thrown at him where he kind of broke and started like, started laughing and even looked at the camera laughing, which you don't get a pro like Chris Jericho to break, but the Razor Ramon. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, this is nuts. This was boring. This yeah. match bored me to tears, bro. Worse than, um, worse than the Hulk and Rock because I was. It was yeah. just. I don't know. I I think the current jerker what was was a great match. Well, let's hop into it. Uh, match okay. of the night. Um, I gave Jericho. Uh, I said Jericho versus Triple H. Yeah, two stars. Yeah, match of the night. Best match of the night. Did I? Okay. Um, my match of the night was Rob Van Dam versus Wayne Regal. Okay. okay. Uh, mine is Hall and Austin. Mine was a tag match. Okay. I love I love that tag match. It's worst tag. of the night. Uh, worst I had Rock and Hogan. Of Rock course. and Hogan. Hulk and Rock. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Star of the night. This is what I said is going to get weird. I have Triple H because Triple H he didn't botch. Everything he did was perfect. It looked wonderful, but the match itself was lacking. This is this is strange because my star of the night is one of the worst matches of the night. Uh, my star of the night would be Jeff Hardy. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. That's awesome. No, I mean, Rob Van Dam. Rob yeah. Van Dam? Okay. Even, uh, even with the kick. Even with that kick. That's okay. the only reason it didn't get a five. Make sure you didn't forget. Right back of the night. Right back of the night. Hogan. Hogan. Maven. Maven. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. With those eyebrows. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a bunch of caterpillars meeting on his forehead. Spot of the night. I, you know what? It was when Dudley got shoved off the top rope and went through the went through the I knew uh, it, the dude. table because yo it's, it's so like, cool. You said it, Adrian said that if you set up the table, you go through it. And like I saw them st- down there by the side of the ring, the Dudley setting up the table, and then the Hardys jumped on them but didn't break the table. Yeah. And then when he was up, um, which was that Spike Dudley was about to no it was Bubba it was Bubba or when Bubba Spike went in the match. Uh, he stole the match. Yeah. Right. When Bubba was about to do a, a frog splash or something yeah. off the top rope, 
Um, Probably Centon that he never hits. <laughs> uh, either Billy or Chuck. I can't remember which one. You already said it. Uh, it was uh, Chuck. Chuck Palumbo. Chuck shoved him off the top rope while he was midair, and he landed on the table and went through it. I thought that was hilarious. That was inspiring. Mine's the whisper of the wind. Uh, mine is the ref slide from the Austin oh, Hall where the ref slide, man. Oh, slide, man. oh you know, was... I'm gonna change mine because I, I popped for that one pretty you good. You popped for the you popped yeah. for the ref, yeah. yeah. And Undertaker, uh, there was a, re- a pretty bad ref bump in there. Yeah, clothesline the heck out of him. Right yeah, there. did oh. a backflip. It was dope. Yeah, Boston night. I didn't notice any. I, there was one box I even said Bizach, and uh, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, the Hurricane Rana on uh, when uh, when Edge Hurricane Rana Booker, and he did a front flip and landed on Edge. Landed, that's my box. Yeah, he landed yeah. on his forehead. Yeah, that was my box of the night. That I agree. Yeah, that's good. Um, final rating for your night. That was a two point nine. Give it a two. I gave it a three. <laughs> it it was flat. entertaining enough for a three. It's hard for me to go less than a three on Mania. That one just seemed pretty booty. It was me. booty. Um, yeah, I was waiting for it to be over. I was just ready for it to be over after. I swear what's going to happen, we're going to watch WrestleMania 2000, and we're going to think, dude, that was one of the best Manias. And I, I remember watching that live thinking, God, this is horrible. Because mm-hmm. there's no singles matches. It's all triple threats and four ways and tag matches. Are there ladder matches? Yes, there is one spectacular ladder match. I That's love ladder matches, bro. TLC, actually. It's TLC. Table of Legends and Chairs. We've got what they say is the best WrestleMania up next. 17. So let's slide into it. I'm Adrian. I'm Laszlo. And I'm Darren. And this has been the Nerdist Qualification Podcast. What up? Chicka chicka. Out, out.